please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Faster than a wheelchair with no wheels. More powerful than a summer breeze. Able to sit for long periods at a single seating. Look up in the sky. It's a door. It's a penguin. It's a kite. No, it's me, Jimmy Apple. Your host for an apple a day. <laughs> an apple a day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Hello, my friends. How you feeling today? You feeling better than yesterday? I hope so. I hope you're feeling good, feeling strong. Hey, look, you're on this side of the grass looking down at green. You got to be doing good. We got a good one for you today. We got a message. We're going to start off with a message from Medicare.gov for you. We're also going to be talking about disability. And we're going to be talking about another hobby, another hobby you can try. And we're going to be talking about this stupid, stupid, stupid thing that the World Health Organization is calling a disability. It's an addiction, they call it. It's a disability. Yeah, well, we're going to we're gonna take that on. We've taken it on once before. It's the most stupidest thing I have ever heard. It's, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. I'm not going to jump into it right now. But you know what? Let's start off. Let's start off with a, with a message from Medicare. Uh, you might have got this in your email, but I'm just going to put it out there for you. It's from Medicare.gov. The title is Avoid Scams. What should you do if someone calls and asks you for information for money or threatens to cancel your health benefits if you don't share your personal information? Hang up. It's a scam. Scam artists may try to steal your personal information by calling you and asking you for your current Medicare number to get your new Medicare card. Medicare will never call uninvited and ask you to give personal information or money to get your new Medicare number or card. Learn what to do if you get such suspicious calls like this. Go to Medicare.gov. Now, I don't know if you realize this, but this year you're going to get a new Medicare card. That's right. Everybody is getting a new Medicare card and they're going state by state. I think right now I've seen on the map that they're just starting in Pennsylvania. So, you know, you can go on Medicare.gov and you can see on the map when they're getting close to you. You can even put in for an alert when they get into your state. You want to go on Medicare.gov anyway. Check your Medicare account and make sure that your mailing address is correct because that's the only thing that can stop you from getting a new Medicare card is that your mail your mailing address is wrong. So go on Medicare.gov, check on your account, and make sure all your information is correct. And you can also check on this list of scams. Now, what should you do? If you get a phone call like this that they're saying, well, you got to pay us and we'll give you a new card or we'll give you a new number right over the phone so you can use it right away. You get a call like that, hang up and call Medicare right away and report that phone call. That's very important. This way here, you'll help other people avoid such scams. Speaking of Medicare... I want to talk to you about disability. I hear a lot of people, they especially when the warm weather sets in, they put off their doctor's appointments that they have. If you're on Social Security disability, it's very important for two reasons. The most important reason to keep your doctor's appointment is 
your health. Naturally, your health is very important and it should be the most important thing to you. Don't forget, no one else is responsible for your health but you. Doctors, nurses, therapists, they're all tools for you to use. But you ultimately are responsible for your health. You're receiving Social Security disability payments. If you don't continue going to the doctor and taking a proactive stance with your health, you can lose those benefits. That's right. Up to every three years, you can get a checkup form from Social Security that says, when was the last time you were at the doctor? What did the doctor say? Did he say you can go back to work or you can't go back to work or what have you? If you look at that form and you say, when was the last time you were at the doctor? And you're going to go, uh, I haven't been to the doctor in three years. Now what do I do? Well, number one, they're going to probably send you to their doctor and you're going to have to go through, jump through hoops again like you did in the beginning. And you're, you're going to be up in the air as far as your benefits go. And that, that doesn't just affect you. That doesn't just affect you. That affects your family and, you know, your decision how you pay your rent, you put food on the table. You want to make sure that you, for your own sake, for your health, that you go to the doctor, for your family that you go to the doctor. And this way, when it comes down to it, you can say to Social Security Disability, yes, I'm doing the right thing. Here's all my information. What I do is I keep a I keep a desk calendar on my desk and I, I fill in all my appointments and I write who they're with, such as uh, most of my appointments are with cardiologists and neurologists and uh, vascular doctors. So I'll put down Dr. Smith, vascular, Dr. Brown, cardiology, and so on and so forth. And this way, I have a list. At the end of each year, I have a list of where I went to what doctor. And this way, when I do get my checkup form, I can just attach that list right to it. It's that simple. And it keeps you on the up and up, and it makes sure that you're following up on your own health. So it's very important. I'm going to just veer off a little bit here. I got some some sad news day before yesterday. This fella that I went through grammar school with, we were friends, but we weren't best friends or anything like that. We were friends. We all grew up in the same neighborhood, everyone that went to our school. There's a, we have an alumni page on Facebook, just like about every other person in the world. And I was on the alumni page yesterday, and there was a woman on there that I went to school with, and she was saying that she was at our local church from when we were kids. She she still lives in the area, and on Sunday, and she heard that this fella passed away, and she felt bad. She felt bad, and she went to the funeral. She went to the funeral home, and when she went to the funeral home, she was the only one that was there besides his immediate family. And then she thought, well, maybe other people will be, will be coming or whatever, but she found out that that was the last day, and he was being buried the next morning. And how sad, how sad. And it turned out that he, he had become disabled, and he kind of just made a hermit of himself. He, he pulled away from everybody. He stayed away from his friends. He cut all ties and just stayed by himself. Look at how I can almost understand how he did it, but I can't understand why he did it. It's, it's terrible. You know, listen, my friends, people want to be your friend, not because they feel bad for you. They want to be your friend because they want to be your friend. Yeah, when we become disabled, you lose friends. And those are your fake friends. Those are people that just use you or they were an acquaintance. They weren't real friends. But your real friends, they still come around. They still come around after you're disabled. They still call. They still write letters. They still send emails. They still still send you a text here and there. They'll talk to you on Facebook. These are still your real friends. Don't shut them out. You know, don't become a hermit. Don't live within yourself. Yeah, you don't feel good. You don't have to, I don't know, you don't have to live with that. Not every day is a black cloud. Learn to 
laugh a little bit. Learn to live. You know, being disabled doesn't mean that we're surrounded by roadblocks. Being disabled means that we have a couple of obstacles, but it doesn't mean our roads are blocked. I'm going to use myself for an example. If there's something I want, but there's a mountain that I have to get to, well, you better believe, by God, I'm going to get to the top of that mountain. It may take me three days, where before it would have taken me three minutes. It may take me three days, but I'm going to get up there. I'm going to roll my, I'm going to roll my wheelchair to the top of that mountain. I'm going to get what I wanted. And when I get there, getting down is going to be much easier. It's going to be a breeze. But you have to take that chance. And you have to take the chance on your friends. Don't go it alone. That's all I'm saying. Rest in peace, Mark. Rest in peace, my friend. All right, let's move on here. Let's talk about hobbies. Uh, so is anybody taking up blogging? Or have you started doing your websites yet? There's a lot to be done. There's a lot to, a lot of fun you can have doing these things. The next thing I'm going to talk about is something that's near and dear to my heart. And it's this, podcasting. I love podcasting. I truly love pod- I love every bit of it. I love it from this part here, the, the speaking. I love the research that goes into it. I love the editing, which is probably the most tedious part of it. And I love the posting. And then I love looking at numbers. I love looking at the numbers that come in, people that are listening to it. I love to look at look at the reviews. I love to read the responses that we get. There's so much there's so much to the podcasting that I love that I I can't think of anything better at the moment. Although I will say this podcasting can cost you a couple of bucks. It doesn't have to cost you thousands. Like if you read any books on podcasting, some people will be honest and tell you, hey, you can do it for under $100. You can, you can. And other people tell you, oh, you can't start with less than a thousand. That's nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. I'll be honest. I started the equipment that I started with, uh, well, probably about two years ago now. When I first started, I started with $99. That gave me my microphone, my phantom power pack, and my USB my USB cables. And I was happy I was happy as all get out. Now I've built off of that naturally, little by little. It doesn't have to cost you a thousand dollars. I get things now for get as gifts for birthday or for Christmas or holidays. You know, people will say, Well, what do you need? Huh? You know, I could use a new set of headphones. Then I get a nice set of headphones, the Behringer headphones. I love them. I know some people say, Oh, Behringer, Ugh, I don't like Behringer. I'm doing I'm doing this out of my den. I like Behringer. I happen to like it. It has a nice sound uh my microphone now you can buy microphones Uh, let me tell you about microphones for podcasts you can buy a microphone for seven dollars and it'll sound like a seven dollar microphone trust me or you can buy a microphone for five hundred dollars and some of those five hundred dollar microphones will sound like a seven dollar microphone so you have to find somewhere in between now you the way to find it is you can go on YouTube and you can look up certain microphones. And the way I did it is I went on places like Amazon and I looked up the microphones and I seen the ones that all look nice and pretty and shiny. And I got those names and numbers. And then I went and looked them up on YouTube and I heard them. And I was like, wow, that sounds like crap. Or, wow, that sounds really good. And then I looked at the prices and I said, well, that one I can't afford. That one I don't want, you know. And I went back and forth with them and I found what I wanted. So you can do podcasting and it can cost you less than a hundred dollars to start it's is it is podcasting easy 
easy. Once you're all set up, I will say this. It takes it takes a little bit of trial and error. You really have to work with it. I mean, I'm still learning, as you can tell sometimes. I'm still learning, and I've been doing it for a couple of years now. It takes actually it takes a lot of learning. Anyone that says they know it all, they're they're full, they're absolutely full of it. People will say, Well, how do you get the recording onto the computer and how do you do that? It's very simple. It really is. It's simpler than you think. There's a recording software out there and it's free free it's called audacity Audacity audacity.com and you can use that you you record you can edit on that it's a great software actually here if you ever look at some of these ghost hunter shows and they show where they they say well we cleaned up the audio and this is the clip that we want you to hear they're using audacity a lot of the times but audacity is great for speech it's great for music it's it's just a great program it's a very easy program to work with you just have to try it a couple of times uh work with it and you'll find that it's one two three it's an easy program uh the if you go on audacity and click on it download it it comes with a manual and you can read that manual or there's a great book on amazon and it's free if you have amazon prime it's called audacity 101 and you can read that and it'll walk you right through the basics of audacity it's a great book now you do have to learn how to transfer your transfer your files over to uh, an mp3 in order to use them for a podcast again that sounds so technical believe me it's not there's a program you download that goes right with audacity it's called lame Lame lame.com when you download it or automatically hooks up with audacity or it's it's an easy easy deal and once it's all hooked up again it's all explained in that book audacity 101 you need a podcast host. I use a company called Lipson. Lipson offers podcast hosting for free. Gives you a limited space to use. I use iPad. I'm paying $20, $20 or something like that a month. And that gives you 400 gigabytes, whatever it is, <laughs> for storage. But it gives you it gives you a free program to use. And that's a good way to get your feet wet. I, I used the free one for a while there in the very beginning. And I found out quickly that it wasn't going to be enough storage for me. So, but it gave me a way to try it out and it was it, it was good. So you can use Lipson's free free program. You can use Audacity. It's free. You can use Lame. It's free. You can read Audacity 101. That's free. The only thing you really need is you need a computer and you need a you need a microphone. Now I use the Behringer or uh, the Behringer Podcast Studio in a box. That was the very first one I owned. You can even do it easier than that, less expensive than the ninety nine dollars, and get a microphone that's a USB. A USB microphone. Now you want to check them out. You want to check out the sounds. Like I said, look on Amazon, look at the microphones, get the numbers and go on to YouTube and look up those numbers on YouTube and you can hear the microphones being used. The other thing is you can look up on YouTube how to podcast. You can go on Lipson. Lipson is a wealth, wealth of information of videos that'll tell you how to podcast, how to start, where to start. It's very interesting. So give it a shot. Take a look at it. You might find that you are the future of podcasting. Podcasting is the thing that's coming into play right now. Terrestrial radio is starting to fade out almost. Podcasting it can be brought with, with people wherever they are. As you know, you can listen to this in the car. You can listen to it while you're walking. You can listen to it 
when you're in bed, you can listen to it anywhere. Uh, satellite radio, great thing. The only thing is, is now you have to pay for satellite radio, you know, and you can't really listen to that way you want to as much, as much. It's get it's getting better, but you still have to pay for it. Podcasts, they're free. There's also the, if, you, if you're really good at podcasting, if you really want to get into podcasting, I mean, you can actually make money if that's, if that's your goal. There's people that make a living doing podcasting. <laughs> Not me, but there are people that make a living doing it. And there's big names doing it. You have Joe Rogan, the, the Impractical Jokers. They all have a podcast. There, there's, a, there's quite a few big names out there doing it. So it's something to look at. And believe me, you can, all you have to do, all you have to do is go to YouTube and punch in podcast, or you can go to Google and punch in pop podcast, and you'll be surprised at what comes up. It's amazing. Oh, look, we're running a little bit long here. Let's take a, a bit of a break, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com. But please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. Okay, and we're back. 30 seconds. Not too bad, not too shabby. Now, don't say I didn't warn you. I hope you're all sitting down for this. This twists my shorts. We've talked about this before. The WHO, not the rock band, the World Health Organization. They have decided that video game addiction is as bad as crack addiction, is as bad as a heroin addiction. It's a disability. People need to be treated for it. You have got to be kidding me. It's a video game. Oh my God, what has happened to this world? It's a video game. You want to know how you treat people that are addicted to a video game? Unplug the video game. You have parents that go out and they buy their kids these $500 consoles and these $100 game cartridges. They send the kids down the basement and they become mold people and they sit down there for hours at a time playing uh, football, basketball, uh, hockey. They're stealing cars, shooting people, shooting aliens, shooting this, shooting that. You know what? Here's an idea, parents. Here's an idea. Instead of buying your kids $500 game console, instead of buying them $100 game cartridges to play basketball, football, fishing, hockey, let's go out and buy them a basketball, a football, a baseball and a baseball glove, a hockey stick, a fishing rod. <gasps> what a novel idea. Then they can go outside and they can play with real people. Better yet, give these teenagers the boot out of the house. Tell them to go get a job if they want these game consoles. If they want these games, make them buy them themselves. What addictions are we talking about? The only addiction that they have is to mommy and daddy's money. And as for the adults, the adults that are, that are addicted to video games, you've got to be kidding me. You've 
got to be kidding me. They don't deserve to get on any kind of disability because they're addicted to a video game. I was addicted to watching The Sopranos. Guess what? The Sopranos went off the air. So, unplug the video games. I have a solution for the kids, for the teenagers. Make video games illegal, okay? Make it illegal to purchase a video game for anyone under the age of 21. Just like you do for alcohol or cigarettes or what have you. If they're that dangerous, which I believe they are. I mean, you look around at the school shootings and all the other things. Where do you think these kids get the ideas? Do you think they dream them up? They're playing these shoot them up, shoot them up, shoot them up. And then the next thing you know, the video games aren't enough for them anymore. Maybe it is like crack. Maybe the, like with, with drugs. The more you do, the more you need. So maybe playing all these shoot up games on, on video, when you get to, when it's not enough on video anymore, you got to go out and do it to real people. So make them illegal. If they're that bad. Do like you do in the cigarettes. Tax them out of existence. But for God's sakes, it's not a disability. It's a lack of responsibility is what it is. And any adult that puts his job in jeopardy over a video game? My God. If you look up the word disability, it's either a physical or mental problem that stops you from everyday activities. That's a disability, the definition of a disability. Well, I don't see anything physically stopping anyone from accomplishing their day-to-day activities if they're addicted to video games. So that means they have mental problems. So do they want to go on having mental problems? Is that what they want to follow them around the rest of their lives? Then make it that. I don't know what else to tell you, but it's definitely not a, it's, it's definitely not a disability. It's not. It's lack of responsibility. And anyone that thinks that this is a disability, they have a disability. I am so sick and tired of people not accepting responsibility for their own actions. I don't understand what happened somewhere along the way. When we were kids, we had Atari, but we went outside and played. Our parents wouldn't allow us to sit in the house. Now parents give these kids computers and video games and these kids have thousands of dollars worth of technology in their bedrooms and the parents say, oh, go ahead, go to the bedroom. These are paid babysitters for these kids. Send these kids out, toughen them up. That's what I say. Send them outside. Let them get a little bit dirty. But to have them sitting on computers and then say, oh, they're disabled, so now somebody has to take care of them besides me? You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Send these kids out to work. That's my thoughts on it. If anyone has any other thoughts on on this video game disability, please let me know. Please send me your send me your thoughts on video game disabilities, and I'll be happy to air your thoughts on the podcast here, and I'll also share them on the webpage. So please send me your send me your thoughts. Send them to admin at www.famousapple.com, and I'll share them on the podcast and on the webpage. But if you ask me, this isn't a disability. This is lack of responsibility. That's all this is. Lack of responsibility and lack of discipline. Jesus. Anyway, thank you very much, my friends, for stopping by this week. I hope you have a great, great weekend. I will talk to you early on next week. Feel good. Feel better. Take care of each other. And remember this. Things can always be worse. People are striving to be where you're at right now this minute. Okay, my friends, have a great, great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. This is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. 
Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.